0: Carry a Tommy about to go off.
1: Choosing to listen to this podcast? Great choice. Just like choosing Choice Hotels for your next road trip. Choice Hotels have over 170 locations across Australia and New Zealand. Get the lowest price guaranteed when you book direct at choicehotels.com. Hotels.com. <laughs>
2: Normally. Carrie Bickmore
0: and Tommy
3: Little. Boom, 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 boom. This is Carrie and Tommy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, welcome to it for your Wednesday afternoon, and it is a huge show today. We've got a jam-packed show, some fascinating highs stuff. and lows. Of this show today,
1: absolutely. Mm, sorry, when I say lows, it's just deep. Yes. It is going to mm. get incredibly deep at one point.
4: Yep, yeah, we get to chat to a. Um, an amazing man who works as a triple zero call center operator. And all of the questions that you probably have as soon as I say that are all of the questions we've got as well. That's coming up later in the show.
1: But if you are a mum that entered your daughter in our Tay Tay comp, Ooh. when I say if you are a mum, the thousands that entered saying, my daughter wants to go see Taylor Swift, yes, stand by your phone. Or because sit. we're going to be, or sit. Yeah. Okay. Whatever you want. Upside down, handstand. You do whatever you're going to do Yeah, because we're going to be calling someone very, very soon.
3: Carrie and Tommy. Around the country for your drive home, it's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. Oh, Bickers, it's time. Let's give away some tickets.
1: It's me, I, Taylor Swift Tommy, have your
2: Taylor Swift dicks. Are you ready for it? Head to carrieandtommy.com.au now. Okay, done. Taylor Swift, the heiress tour, presented by Crown.
4: So many people just standing, waiting by their phone now. Is
1: your phone about to ring? They're putting in the number now. Hello. Oh, is that Kiralee? Yes. Oh, hey, Kiralee. It's Carrie from the radio show. Carrie and Tommy, how are you going? Good. How are you? Yeah, good. Just calling through some of the people that have entered the Taylor Swift comp, um, and we just wanted to find out all about Aisha. Um, You've mentioned that she would love the tickets, so we wanted to find out about both of (laughs) you uh, as we work out where these tickets are going. Can you tell us a little bit about Aisha?
2: So I'm a single parent, so she is 15. Um, she really loves singing. It's like her favourite thing to do. <laughs> She's just a really, really caring little 15-year-old. Like, she helps me sometimes at work, so I'm a social worker. Mm-hmm. Earlier this year, we did, like, a group for some young girls under the age of 12. So, like, she sat in and did some arts and crafts with them as well as, like, help prevent, like get food and stuff kind of ready for them. She kind of gave up her school holidays to help me with that kind of being like a little role model um, to these young people. So that was really, really beautiful of her. It's just amazing. I'm really, really lucky to have such a beautiful um, young person. Not Sorry. lucky,
1: Kiralee. Sounds like you've absolutely nailed parenting, doing it all on your own. She <laughs> sounds beautiful.
2: Yeah, she is amazing. Um, yeah, I always say that I'm really, really lucky to have her. So.
4: Kiralee, it's Tommy here as well. How are you?
2: Hey, Good, thank you. How are you?
4: Yeah, I'm pretty good. You're a social worker. Social workers are the best people oh, yeah. because obviously oh, you. You, you help people who are doing it um, pretty tough themselves. What made you want to get into social work?
2: I actually went overseas to mm. speak with young girls um, who had experienced sex trafficking. So I kind of spoke about my experience and what we went through um, because domestic violence over in Cambodia is really prevalent. That's kind of what started... My journey into be wanting to be a social worker, so yeah, yeah it's great. and it's just kind of went from there. Really,
4: it's great that you're making a difference in the world. This, you know, oh thank um, you, that's really n- nice. Not many jobs up there that is as uh, as beneficial to the community as the work you do. So it's great. Well
1: oh, thank you. Hmm. How do you find doing it all on your own with Asia? Has it been a, t- a tough uh, fifteen years together?
2: Yeah, for sure. We've definitely gone through some really hard times, things I can't really mention on the radio. Mm. Um, Yeah, she has experienced a lot of things that some adults won't ever be able to get over, and she's handled that really, really well. Um, And I'm really, really proud of her for that. Um, We're, like, I guess, really, really close just because it is us, just us together. So I've raised her... Probably since she was about one, that's when her biological dad left. So, yeah, I've done all of it on my own. So so we kind of make do, like, when we can. So, I, you
4: know. Lee, I imagine then um, that concert tickets aren't, aren't just coming out your ears left, right and centre. They're p- quite
2: expensive.
1: The hard Good thing back. about this situation, though, Lee, is even those that put the money aside couldn't get the tickets because they were so hard yeah, to no. get.
2: They really were. Like I tried for two days, one of those days being her 15th birthday. um, Tickets went on sale on her actual birthday for the general sales and I tried all day sitting at work trying to get it. I had my sister on, she tried like and her partner and none of us could get in. Like even my friend who managed to get tickets for herself then try to get tickets for us because she knew that We really, really love Taylor, and Ace is like has been obsessed with her since he was like three. So,
4: what would it mean if you guys could go along and see um, see Taylor Swift together?
2: The world, like it's like everything. It would mean the world, like it's literally all Ace wanted for her birthday was for me to get Taylor Swift tickets, and I was like, babe, I tried, but she took it really, really well. So, well,
1: guess what, Kiralee? You did try. And you, and you succeeded. You've got your daughter tickets really, to see Taylor Swift. Oh goodness, Oh,
3: she's
2: gonna like lose her mind. That's gonna be the world. Thank you guys. I really, really appreciate that. Oh my goodness! I'm like crying for her.
1: Will she take you, Kirali?
2: <laughs> oh yes, for sure. She's already told me that so, she would. You are going to
1: hold the phone up to her so that we can hear you tell her and everybody around the country can hear the moment she discovers that she is going to see Taylor Swift. Okay, so you have to keep it a secret until she's there in that moment.
2: Oh, yeah, I will. I will (laughs) pull myself together and...
1: Yeah, and we will chat to you in a sec, okay? Okay, don't worry. Right. Kiralee, are you going to
4: be
3: able to pull yourself together? Why, why, yeah. Won't Asia yeah. just be like, why? I why, can my, be very good yeah. under pressure.
1: <laughs> well, we'll call Asia
3: next. Taylor Swift, The ears Tour is presented by Crown. Gary and Tommy. Ooh.
1: And Tommy, have your Taylor Swift ticks. Are
2: you ready for it? Head to carryandommy.com.au now. Okay, done. Taylor Swift, the heiress tour,
1: presented yeah. by Crown. we are just joining us in the middle of giving away Taylor Swift tickets yes. to an incredibly deserving mum and her daughter. Kira Lee's been looking after her daughter as a single mum since Asia was one. Asia is a mad Tay Tay fan. Yes. We've just told Kira Lee that she's won the tickets for Asia. Um, that made her quite emotional as well because she spent, like many mums, days trying to get these tickets for mm-hmm. her daughter. Um, and we've been told that Asia can't hear us talking right now.
4: Yes, but she is in the house. Yes. Um, so uh, it is time to call Kiralee back and then we will break the news to hopefully one absolutely out of their minds, Swifty. Jessie, do you want to punch in the number? Hello? Kira Lee, hi. It's Carrie and Tommy here.
2: Hello, hello.
4: Yeah, really good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Where are you in your house at the moment?
1: I'm in my lounge room. I don't
2: know and... why.
4: I don't know why I'm speaking quietly. I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Where I is I'm your tonight. daughter Asia? She's in her room.
4: Okay. Um, <gasps> do you want to put us on speakerphone? Yeah. And you can take us in and we will just start speaking to
1: her. But but we're okay. going to get you to tell her um, that she's won the tickets. Okay, no worries.
2: Hey, Ace, do you want to come here, darling? Just come here for me. You're scared. <laughs> <laughs> You're hilarious. <laughs> so you know how I nominated you <laughs> for to win Taylor Swift ticket. Well, guess what? What? We won. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> oh my God! no way! Yes. Aisha,
1: you're going to see Taylor Swift.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Thank
1: you. She's crying. <laughs> oh. Hey Aisha. Uh, Hi.
4: Are you excited?
1: Yes. Are you a bit overwhelmed? Yes.
4: How much do you want to go see
1: Taylor Swift? A lot. Well, guess what? You're going.
2: Thank you so much.
1: Your beautiful mum nominated you, Aisha, and she's so proud of you. And she said you're the best daughter and you were the biggest Taylor Swift fan.
2: I am.
4: How long have you loved Taylor Swift
2: for?
1: Since I was three. How long have you loved your mum for? Because she's a bloody good mum to have done this for you, Aisha. She
2: is.
4: I think I know the answer, but are you going to take your mum? Yes.
1: (laughs) We well, had uh-huh. the pleasure of chatting to your mum before. She sounds absolutely amazing. What sort of mum is she to you?
2: She's amazing. Oh, so <laughs> I love her so much. My
1: love you too, Who's the first person you're going to call and tell? Um, probably my friend. Imogen. Be careful because you're going to call Imogen and go, oh, my God, I've got day-day tickets, <laughs> but I'm not taking you. I'm taking my mum.
4: Aisha, have the most amazing time with your mum. We hope um, we hope it's a, uh, I was going to say a once-in-a-lifetime experience. I hope you get to experience this, this kind of joy many times in your lifetime, but we hope you have literally the best night ever.
1: Thank you so much. Give your mum a big squeeze, hey? Yeah. Good on you, Aisha. Kiralee, congratulations again. Um, and, yeah, we hope you have a great night as well and good luck with everything. You're doing an amazing oh, job.
2: thank you so much, guys. She's, like, full on shaking and, like, confused. Oh. And oh. she doesn't cry in front of people very often.
1: So. Well, crying yeah. on national radio is a lot, so we'll leave yeah. you to that. Um, big group hug from us. Um, look yeah. after yourselves, all right? Thank you so much, guys. We're so very grateful. Oh, I love doing this job. The tickets don't stop there, so stay by your phone. The next tickets could be to you. Carrie and Tommy.
3: Carrie and Tommy for your Wednesday afternoon. And Choice Hotels is giving you the chance to win 10K towards your next Aussie adventure. Enter your best road trip store at CarrieandTommy.com.au. T's and C's apply. Ooh. Ooh. There you go, Pickers. Just pop your mate. mic on there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to speak in your pirate voice?
3: No.
4: <laughs> I got a little distracted <laughs> during the song.
1: Um, so and now I'm
4: American. <laughs> an American I pirate. guess I'm an American pirate. What's
1: an English pirate?
4: Guess what I've got on my shoulder.
1: What's an English pirate?
4: A shotgun. What? Sorry.
1: What's an English pirate? It, um, a cup of tea. <laughs>
4: <laughs> guess what I got on my shoulder? A cup a of tea. tea. A cup of tea. A,
1: a cup of tea. A cup of tea. Top of the
4: morning to you. No, that's Irish. <laughs>
1: I think we should stop doing this. And up next I'm right. gonna tell you what other things adults just need to stop doing. Speaking like pirates.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. <laughs> on your radios and streaming live on the listener app, it's Carrie and Tommy if you drive home.
1: You know how sometimes you see adults do things and you think, You just shouldn't be doing that. Oh you might see them pick their nose in traffic or something and you're just oh. like, Oh, it's not a good look. Mm. I saw two fully grown humans on the weekend do two activities. Um, the, I mean, it's questionable whether the first one should be done even by a child, but I reckon by 10, you must stop doing it. This woman, I reckon maybe early forties, uh, clearly going away for a weekend away, romantic weekend yeah. away, cause there was lots of kisses and cuddles happening with her and the guy she was with. Yeah. She was eating a bag of Lay's Oof. chips, what she was about to enjoy on the weekend um, what, chips? And
3: Lays. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's always helpful. My
1: jokes need spelling yeah. out. Um, no,
4: it didn't need it. No, just for this guy over here.
5: And she Bags? was eating
1: her Lays chips and she was a real well, you should wear a, bag a real mouthy um, eater, like mm. a real lots yeah. of tongue, lots of, yeah. you know, and I was like, oh, this is already a lot to be doing next to him. Then she went and put the bag in the bin and this is what she proceeded to do. And I apologize to all of you in advance cuz it's going to be a lot.
4: Okay.
1: And this is what a fully grown woman did. I
4: think I have a fair idea. Oh no, the finger's gone all the way in the mouth and <coughs> leaked. Oh, Harry, that's hate. Yeah. Why are you doing
1: that? <laughs> I have to show you an example of what <laughs> you did. You Didn't have to. I oh, got then, it. You could have <laughs> said she then, sucked on her fingers. No, no. Then wait. Yeah.
0: No. Oh, oh she's oh.
1: Why, she oh. got it on her the palm of her hand. Why
4: did you just do that?
1: I don't know now. I've got saliva all over my head. But also,
4: what have you been doing?
3: That is the
1: wettest.
4: Yeah. Really. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I don't know whether this is right. on this woman or at least a woman had chips on her hand. Yeah, she had a Carrie, reason. Carrie's just licked her palm. I a wanted woman's... to
1: demonstrate to you, stop doing that, woman. But yes, like, we're saying that to you stop. now. <laughs> <laughs> I will not do that again. Now, so I saw that first and I wrote down my little notes of things we need to discuss on oh, radio. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wrote down things adults shouldn't do and then yesterday. I saw another one It was a fully grown man Eating an ice cream On an ice cream cone yep. Seems innocent enough oh. It was just not good He didn't know how to do it He kept whole ice cream Sticking it all into his mouth Didn't oh. need to demo that again <laughs> <laughs> But when it wasn't going in and out It was lots of licking around How are you meant to it yeah, yeah, exactly an ice cream. You just shouldn't I reckon oh. Oh. Magnum on a stick Uh-oh. Maybe but Magnum. Just, oh, we're not all not made a... of money. <laughs> <laughs> just not a proper ice cream on a cone. Let a
4: man lick an ice cream.
3: I'm okay.
1: allowing a woman to lick an ice cream, but a man should not be licking an ice cream. Okay. Oh,
3: oh, you yeah. heard it for yeah. you last. Can you have the little yoghurt pouches? No. <laughs> as an adult. <laughs> yep.
1: No, they but they're so convenient. like past five. Georgia
2: does that. Yeah, Georgia, Georgia does has a that.
1: pouch. Yeah. yeah, our producer, Georgia. Yeah. You jo- guys have gotten up me for it so many times. Yeah. Yeah. I've tried to block it. I've tried to block <laughs> it out of my mind. Georgia, do
4: you eat um, – oh, sorry, do you lick your fingers after you eat chips?
1: Uh, before and after. But what else <laughs> – da- yeah. Uh, <laughs> you dust right. them off on your pants.
3: I was, but then you up Your hands not, covered you're not, in dust. But what even if it's just the, the tip of the no, finger where uh, the flavour is? I just
1: can't – hand licking. Think where that hand's been. So you're at an airport. You just it's licked been, your whole yeah. I No, I didn't <laughs> think that was true. I was than... trying to demonstrate. Yeah. She's been through security. She's been. I reckon she would have got food or a coffee. All the things she's touched. Her suitcase. But if everything. you're eating
3: chips, you're eating the chip that was just touching your hands. So all the germs are on the chip yeah. anyway. You know what I reckon? Right? You know okay, what?
1: Okay, but one is a respectable thing to do as a grown adult. The <laughs> other is just too. Do you know? Much. I've got
4: one to add to the list. Do you know what I reckon grown adults shouldn't do? Stare at other people in public while they're eating their food and critiquing them. <laughs>
1: yeah. What other things should grown humans not do? Thirteen ten sixty. Stop licking your finger. Oh it's weird. God. See? Did chip. you just see him what do that? What flavour you have? It's
4: so weird.
3: Sorry, the chips no. were just salt. <laughs>
1: thirteen ten sixty. What are things that grown-ups just shouldn't do? What's your dirty habit? <laughs>
3: Carrie and Tommy. It's Wednesday afternoon. It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. And on thirteen ten sixty, things that adults can't do.
1: Yeah, definitely shouldn't. Um, grown men Well, they can. Well, sorry, they wow. can. Yeah, shouldn't.
3: Carrie says they shouldn't.
1: Eating um, ice creams in cones. Let uh, a man eat. Okay, if you're going to, mm. just the, careful with the licking and the full ice cream, all in your gob, One go. not a good look.
4: Yep, far down as you can go.
1: To the woman I saw licking her fingers, one after the other, after a bag of chips, like right down to the palm. What were you looking at
3: in a mirror? Whoa. Too, too oh, I got another one, backpacks. How do we feel about
6: backpacks?
1: Yeah, if you've got a kid, okay. If not, pop oh. mm-hmm. okay. Yogurt pouches. That's the divisive one. A lot of men have called up to say, we want to be able to have our little yo yo in there.
0: Oh. Oh. Robert,
1: are you one of them?
0: I am, actually. <laughs> you love your yogurt no, pouch, no, Robert. <laughs> I'm a truck driver, so how am I supposed to eat a yogurt cup while I'm driving the truck? You're not. That's you wait good. till you get
1: home, Robert. <laughs> Maybe he wants to, he, he works long shifts. Yeah.
4: Yeah, but Robert, yogurt, I'm with you.
0: Yogurt pouches are a good source of uh, vitamins and minerals, yep. stuff like that. Um, I have, I choose to go the, you know, the traditional honey buzz.
2: Yep.
0: Um, <laughs> or the, um, or, you know, the Milo. The Milo ones are very good. Yeah, like full for breakfast. of full Yum. of
1: healthy minerals and nutrition, Robert. Exactly. <laughs>
4: also, um, what's the stuff that's good for your gut? That's probiotics. your probiotics. probiotics, Robert. Yes. Yep. Robert, are you it's getting like paid one. by Big Yogurt to <laughs> say these messages? Uh, no. Okay.
0: Are
1: you um, single, Robert?
0: I am.
4: That's hurtful, <laughs> oh, Carol. Oh, 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 oh.
0: That's hurtful. That's a bit rough, Carol. Yeah, I agree, <laughs> Robert.
1: It's just the idea of you say you know, sipping on your little yogurt. <laughs> I reckon if a woman in your life would have said, Robert, put that down. <laughs>
4: No, I reckon a woman would like Robert doing that because it means he's not going to be as desirable for other women. Oh. And so she's got him on lock. You know how women always get boyfriends and then make them dress in stupid clothes? What? It's, you know. No. <laughs> you know, they're like, oh, have you tried a collared shirt? And you're like, oh, look, like an idiot. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, that got too personal about me then.
1: Um, g'day, Danny.
2: Hi. I'm so Our... <laughs> sucking up about that.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> Danny, Danny, how do you feel about a man um, having a yogurt <laughs> in a little pouch?
2: Oh, well, look, I have a four-year-old, so I'm very, you know, aware of the pouches. I have to say that I enjoy a yogurt pouch myself, and
1: I'm 40, okay. uh, so I, it's just easier. You know, you don't have time to sit there with a tub and a spoon. Yeah, and but like, you haven't getting... answered my question, Daddy. How do you feel about watching a man have a yogurt in a little pouch? <laughs> I think it'd be quite entertaining. Uh, that's what <laughs> they want. you laugh at them. <laughs> Some of us do want sorry, that. Robert. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Robert. Daddy, what's the thing you think adults shouldn't do?
2: Oh, my gosh. I was at the supermarket the other day with my four-year-old, mm. and this guy, this grown man, he did the snot wipe. And oh. it wasn't like a little one that we all do sometimes and when we have to but he did it like all the way up his oh. arm and he was very obvious about it. Like it
1: wasn't a snail. in the fresh <laughs> food section, was he? Didn't go then touch the apples or anything.
2: No, well, it was in poles, but it wasn't in the fresh produce.
1: Yeah. Um, Danny, how do you feel
4: about seeing a bloke? Obviously, these are outside windows, but doing a good old fashioned snot rocket, the Bushman's bloke, where you just cover one uh, more food.
2: Oh, uh, it just reminds me of my dad. Like, that's just what I think of when I see that. Yes. It's, it's not attractive.
4: No. What about when they get it a bit wrong and instead of actually rocketing out of their nose and onto the ground, it just kind of sprays down their face?
2: Oh, and, like, my husband has a big beard, so, <laughs> like, it gets and it's, yeah. What no, do a, a, s- f- a snot net? A s- <laughs>
4: snot net.
1: A <laughs> snot net. Oh, good. good on you, Danny. What about you, Jane? What's something that grown adults shouldn't do? Who did you say you, Jane? We're talking oh, to you. Good. I never get on. Well, oh, you're on. God. This is your time to shine, Jane. What should grown adults not do? Oh, men shouldn't touch their balls in public.
4: <laughs> you heard it
2: from
1: and they Jane. Always are touching their
2: balls. Oh, Jane,
4: what are we? What are we meant to do with our hands?
1: Get, put them
2: on we're, your yoga
3: pouch. We're Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, Gary. Gary and Tommy. Yeah, that is where you're at for your Wednesday afternoon. Still plenty more to come, the Savo guys. Yes,
4: we talk about heroes that work on the front line in our great nation. And um, coming up later this hour, we've got a man uh, literally at the coalface. Coal, coal, oh, coal, coal I meant to say face, coal face but, but he's coal at face the coalface. Is that correct. That is great. If you have um, one of those days that none of us want to have in our lives and you have to call triple zero, we speak to a man uh, who – He's going to answer all the questions that we have because he is on the other end of that call.
1: But right now
3: It's the best competition in radio. This is the
2: best
4: competition you've ever had. Oh my god,
3: yeah. Oh my god. Oh my- Time Game Jackpots Weekly. Oh, mate, you make our dreams come true. All you need to do is say stop, stop. when exactly five seconds is up.
1: Experience the joy of a pizzeria at home with a Dr. Erka Ristorante pizza. Yummy!
3: This
4: week, the jackpot is up to $1,300. <laughs> Carrie and
3: Tommy's
1: Time Game. Thirteen.
0: Thirteen seconds, <laughs> 13, is too 13,
1: long. 10, 60. <laughs> if you want to get your hands on the cash, Carrie and
3: Tommy, <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Happy Wednesday, Arvo. It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. Time, time, go buy
1: banana, banana, go buy, be buy more Time
3: game,
4: Carrie and Tommy's time game. Ooh, thirteen hundred bucks on the line. Pretty exciting because.
1: Is now the time we also say we've got a very big, exciting announcement about the time game at some Ooh, point happening this week?
4: When's that happening? I think it's happening Friday. I've got to go to the meetings more you often. You should go to the meetings. G'day, Nicole.
1: Hi, guys. How are you?
4: Oh, pretty good, Nick. How are you?
1: Not too bad for hump day.
4: Not too bad for hump day. That's good. Oh, no, that was an inappropriate question. Nicole, what would you do with the 1300 bucks?
2: Um I would take my sixteen year old daughter on a holiday.
4: Um, um it's five seconds. All you need yes. to do is say stop on exactly five seconds and the cash is yours. Sounds pretty simple. Yes. Are you ready to go?
2: I certainly am.
3: Start
1: Stop. <sighs>
4: I think I might have been a bit long. Did you? I just I, I did get distracted because I was actually thinking. How sad if Nicole doesn't win um, because then she'll never get to see her daughter again.
1: Oh, yes, because yeah. she goes out the moon
4: she door. She gets kicked out the moon
5: yes, door. Yes, out the moon door. Please not, pay, moon door. Yeah. Please Are not, you scared
4: no. of heights at all, Nicole?
2: Yes, I am. Well, <laughs> no moon door.
4: Well, the good news is you might never have to be on a high one again. Um, <laughs> okay. Let's see how knickers went.
3: Five. Oh, that's a good start. Point. Okay. Seven five. Ah. Oh, it's like a seagull
1: on the way down. Ah, <laughs> gruesome wings. Oh. Ibi, how are you, Ibi?
2: Good. How you going,
4: good. Ibi? Ah, oh, Ibi. How are we? Yes, pretty good. Um, Ibi, yeah. is it short for something?
0: Yes, short for Ibrahim.
4: Yeah, cool. Oh, you could have got himi or Shimmy. That's good as well. <laughs> um, Ibi, are you ready to go? Of course, we are. Start.
3: Stop.
4: Felt a bit long again Ibby, this is going to hurt me because I'm taking a punt I reckon you would be an absolute gentleman Am I right?
0: Of course
4: <laughs> I'm scared we're going to lose one of the good ones here because...
0: <laughs> Oh no, no,
3: oh, no How did Ibby go? 6.25
4: <sighs> He oh. politely fell Died got kicked. with the
1: same zest he had for life All
4: right, Pibby
1: <laughs> G'day, Susie. Hi, how are you? Oh, <sighs> you're up and about, Suze. I
0: hey, oh, am, yeah, I am.
4: Oh, have you got someone there with you, Suze?
0: I have my daughter.
4: Oh, uh, do you think? Oh, no. how how I yeah, know. We boot them both. Um, how old is your daughter, Suze?
0: She's 12.
4: Okay, or do you think she's. Your daughter
1: be... has a go, and then we boot the daughter. <laughs> well,
0: Harry. how about if you both have a go? Can we do that?
1: At the same time?
0: No. Sa- no, separate. Okay,
1: separate. And if Susie, you both don't get it, you're hang, both getting kicked out of the moon door hang together.
4: Hang on. Why? Done. I'm, I'm not sure I like Susie's attitude.
1: I do. Uh-huh. I yeah. love it. She's yeah. asking and, for what she ca- wants. Yeah, and
4: Carrie's the boss. So, Thanks, Kerry. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, Are you Susie. sure about
1: that? <laughs> you're
4: going to let the E slide.
5: <laughs> okay,
4: it's your call, Carrie.
5: <laughs>
3: Gezza. Go on, Kessa, Okay, Kessa.
1: Susie, I'm <laughs> passing you over to Jessie now. <laughs>
3: Thanks, Jesse. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, well, hold on, hold on. So you just going to have to stop
1: talking. Don't answer me when I say Goodbye. I'm passing you over to Jesse now.
3: Start.
4: Stop. Stop. I reckon that was a little on the wrong side. Should we, um, should we give daughter a go and then we will yep. reveal both times? Because yep. otherwise, yep. I think she might be a bit distraught. Um, hello, daughter. Hello.
0: What's
4: hello. your name? Mia. Good on you, Mia. Um, Mum sounds like an absolute firecracker, Um, Mia. Has (laughs) mum got a bit of attitude going on?
0: Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah.
4: You wouldn't want to be on the wrong end of Susie, would you? No. No. (laughs) Um, Mia, are you ready to go?
2: Yep. Okay. Start. Stop.
4: Think you're, oh. I think you're going to have to put both boots on. Um, have you ever done a double kick before?
3: No, I do I have to run and kick them at the same time?
1: Yeah, how do you before? get both <laughs> your little feet up? I've got, how do oh. you go in your hands? No, I've got an oh, idea. You have to do it and then you kick up I've from almost like a, almost I've, like a yeah.
4: I've got an idea. Um, Susie and Mia can, um, Mia, can you jump on Susie's back just for a second? <laughs> just like a piggyback? Okay. Yep, okay. okay. And you're
3: there in position?
0: <laughs> yes. Yep.
3: Okay. And how, how did they go. Uh mum was six
0: point three
3: three. I think I think we just we had our first swear think, in the time. I think game. They got
1: themselves out of the moon door without our help. Did they <laughs> we dumped
4: did
3: they them in
1: yep. before they even got their time? <laughs> yep. That's yep.
4: the first um, accidental. Death I don't know we've if we got
1: the full swear word out, but some of it happened. Yeah.
4: Um Oh, okay. Uh,
3: it's okay, because the other one was 6.38, so that wasn't close either.
4: I mean, I don't know why you, they're dead. Um, <laughs> G'day, Gwyneth. Yes. Oh, Gwyneth, you're a woman after my own heart. How are you?
2: I'm fine, thanks. How are you? You're going
4: to feel bad about this one, Jesse. I'm very well. Thank you, Gwyneth. I reckon Gwyneth is going what to get what, this. what have you been up to today, Gwyneth?
2: Me? I just popped it around, doing bits and pieces. Do you like a shortbread? Yes, I like a shortbread. Yeah, I How?
4: like a shortbread bread. Or do too you hard.
2: like a bread? <laughs> <laughs>
4: I've never seen one.
5: <laughs> Not have I. <vibe. laughs>
1: Gwyneth, do you listen to us most days? I beg your pardon? Do you listen to us most days? Oh, every day. Gwyneth, you're
2: the oh, Gwyneth. best. Do
4: you like, uh, uh, You'd like strike me as someone who likes Ed Sheeran as well. Do you like Ed Sheeran, Gwyneth?
2: Like a cheerer?
4: Yep, that's right, yep. Um, Gwyneth, are you ready to play and hopefully win 1300 bucks?
2: Oh, that'd be lovely. Yes, I'm raring to go.
4: Good on you, Gwyneth.
2: Okay.
4: Start. Stop. If, if you... Put even a finger on Gwyneth, Jesse. <laughs> I will jump across that desk. I'm not going to do this. Carrie's going to do this one. Uh, Carrie,
1: why? Why are you making me the bad guy? Because
4: Gwyneth I had love Gwyneth. I love Gwyneth. <laughs> I like Gwyneth too. Oh, you like her? Why? a bit rough. We just said we love her.
1: I love her too.
4: Gwyneth, oh. Gwyneth, do you feel <laughs> we, like? Do you feel like Carrie is the kind of woman who is threatened by other women?
1: <laughs> no, she's not. She's lovely.
4: Yeah, she is lovely.
1: Jesse, right. do the honors. <laughs>
4: How did Gwyneth go? Five point (laughs) five eight.
3: Bye, Gwyneth. Oh, not again. Again. Carrie and Tommy. On your radios and streaming live on the listener app, it's Carrie and Tommy for the drive home. Because do you remember the lioness on the
4: loose in Broken Hill? Of
1: course I do. Nineteen
4: ninety six, one of our callers, beautiful callers, called in and said that there was a lioness on the loose that she saw get released from the circus and
1: And it almost ate her.
4: He almost ate her, mm-hmm. and um, the story was corroborated. I never know the word. Mm. Yes. Is that the right word? Collaborate, corroborated, no, corroborated. corroborated, yes,
1: corrobory frog, corroborated, um,
4: corroborated. Anyway, someone else said, "Yep, it did happen."
1: Another caller, yes, yeah, because there was no footage of it. It was back in the day when things mm. weren't filmed, weren't caught on camera.
4: Anyway, it just got me doing deep dives into amazing stories from various parts of the world, and I found one. Do you know about this? Is from the states. Do you know about Thomas? Fitzpatrick,
1: no, I don't know about Thomas. Fitzpatrick.
4: So Thomas Fitzpatrick was a marine during the Korean War, and he received a Purple Heart for his courage oh. in uh, in combat. That is not where this story comes from. This story comes from uh, 1956, where he was drinking heavily, it says, at a bar in New York City, and um, and he made a bet with a guy at the bar that he could. <laughs> leave the bar Mm -hmm. after drinking heavily Mm -hmm. and then fly back and land in front of the bar.
1: Fly? He's a pilot, is he? He's
4: a pilot, yes.
1: With his own plane, he'd go get it and fly and land on the street in front of the bar.
4: It's a great question that you asked. He didn't include the first bit in his own plane. He said he could fly back and land in front of the bar. So while the patrons that he had the bet with were still at the bar, he left, oh God,
0: got he in going? a car,
4: and at 3am, he drove to Teterborough Airport, um, and he stole a single <gasps> engine plane. He flew without any lights or radio. Oh, my God. And then landed on St. Nicholas Avenue um, in downtown New York. There you can see the street's what? barely wide oh enough for the plane. Oh, my God. Right. Look at it. I can't give it to you. It's got more information can on see it. see it, though. Yes. And the newspaper- What time
1: did he land?
4: uh, Just after 3 a.m. Crazy. So it only took him 10 minutes from the airport to fly back. The newspaper wrote it up and they called it 100,000- to one shot, that he was able to land it like that. Um, the, Why the, is it
1: so hard to land there? Because,
4: because it's surrounded by <laughs> power lines. Right. It's got everything. I mean, as you can see, like I said, the wings are barely the size of the, the street, street. Right. And so he's got to come down in the middle of buildings and land there. Um, the uh, The New York Times called it a fine landing and a feat of aeronautics.
1: This has excited you way too much. Yeah. You know, I can hear the excitement in your
4: voice. He, he, um, he got it away with a $100 fine because the plane's <laughs> owner refused to press charges. Oh, that's not where the story ends. In 1958, so two years later, mm-hmm. he was telling the story oh, to nice. someone at a bar oh, just before 1 a.m., and they didn't believe him. Oh, my God. Oh. So he went and stole a plane <laughs> and landed it in front of the bar.
1: Again? Yes. God, this guy <laughs> does deserve his medal. He's yeah. is awesome. is
4: amazing? This time, however, a judge sentenced him to six months in prison, and when he said why, when he asked him why did you undertake the second flight, he said, um, well, the guy didn't believe that I'd done that first
1: one. Well, fair enough. Yes. There's yeah, nothing worse than when someone doesn't believe you. Anyway, um, he
4: unfortunately passed away in 2009 now but still has a mixed drink named after him
3: uh, called the Late Night Flight.
1: How fun. What a great tale, Let's Thomas. Let's go steal a plane. It's Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie and Tommy.
3: Oh, and you know what would be popular, guys? 10K. Choice mm. Hotels is giving you the chance to win 10K towards your next Aussie adventure. Enter your best road trip story at carrieandtommy.com.au. T's and C's apply. You know
1: where's popular to go? Warnable. Oh. Amazing Warnable, yeah. which I just discovered is spelt Warrnambool, even though you say Warnable, There's an M in there.
4: Yeah. I know it's the home of all of comedy comedy it royalty. It
1: is. Yuzi's yes. from there.
4: Tom Ballard's from there.
1: Go stay at the Comfort in Warnable International. Maybe the Quality Hotel Western. There's great affordable accommodation there. Take the fam. Go explore all the fun things. You can go whale watching in yes. Warnable, which is amazing. No. Go dine at Simon's Waterfront Restaurant. So much fun stuff to do.
4: Can I have a go at what you guys were doing? Mm -hmm. You know what else is popular? Mm -hmm. Good stuff. Mm -hmm. Tay Tay tickets. (gasps) If you want to be like Aisha and Kiralee and make these noises when we give you some. We won. Oh,
2: my God. Oh, my God. No
1: way. (laughs) Aisha, you're going to see Taylor Swift. (laughs) Thank (laughs) you.
4: <laughs> yes, there are still more tickets up for grabs. Mm. Head to
1: carryandtommy.com.au. But up next, we speak to a lifesaver.
3: Carrie and Tommy.
1: Carry and Tommy.
3: On your radios and streaming live on the listener app, it's Carrie and Tommy for your drive home the Sabo. And because we love fascinating
4: people, people that we don't normally get to chat to. and So, so we thought we'd make a segment where we do finally get to meet them want to know. The big question is I've always wondered. Would
1: you like to know? I
4: want to know. Carrie, Tommy I've been wondering and they
2: would
3: like to ask please to
0: tell me. Want to know. Like to know. Want to know. Some of your
2: secrets That's what I
0: want to know
2: Carrie and Tommy's. That's what I want to
1: know. It is a call that no one ever wants to have to make, a call to triple zero. We are very fortunate in this country that we have a service like triple O, and we now are about to speak to um, a man who was on the other end of that call that you make. It must be one of the toughest jobs in the country, and we welcome him to the show now. Sam, welcome. How are you?
6: Yeah, good, Carrie. How are you?
1: Very, very good. We have so many mm. questions. But to start with, we thought we might play um, a bit bit of audio we have of a triple O call made to you that you answered by um, a six year old boy called Connor who was calling triple zero after his mum started choking. Um, I uh, found this bit of audio extremely emotional because it made me think about whether my kids would even know how to call triple O if they needed to and whether they would react as calmly as the boy we're about to hear in this, this piece now. It has. Been edited down and a warning. It is quite confronting to listen to. Have a listen.
6: Okay, tell me exactly what happens. My mother to
1: just dead,
2: she's choking.
6: Okay, what okay. does she choke on? Dither. Who am I speaking with?
2: I'm Connor.
6: All right, you're doing a very I good mean, job, I'm Connor. Cold, okay.
2: Hate.
6: Okay. I'm going to stay on the line with you until that help arrives. Okay?
2: <laughs>
6: right. They'll be coming as quick as they can. Okay? <laughs> and now, Connor. Is your front door unlocked?
2: No, no, I'm just unlocking it
6: now. Okay, thank you for that. And how old are you? I am
2: six to seven this year.
6: Okay, you're doing a really good job, okay? Hey, can you
2: not set the sirens too
6: out? Yeah, they won't be too loud, okay. They
2: set
6: Okay. They're
2: here. Hello.
6: Is that the crew in there with you, Connor?
2: Hello.
1: Yes,
6: that all Oh,
1: I know. What a calm, beautiful young man. Um, Sam, you were very calm under pressure <laughs> as well. I'm not sure about a beautiful young man because we haven't met before, but it is an incredible job that um, you do. Tell us how you feel when you hear a call like that back.
6: Yeah, I've listened to that call a few times now. One of my favorites for sure. Connor's just an amazing young kid. Um, and I was very lucky. I actually got to meet him at the Triple Zero Hero Awards recently. So. Uh, met him and his mum, who is all okay after that. very, very nice to meet them. And
1: maybe a dumb question, but are many of the calls as calm as that, or a lot of the time they quite panicked?
6: Mostly quite panicked. So that's definitely one of the karma calls that I've def- ever taken. Which would come down to I guess Connor's mum had actually trained him on how to call triple zero, so he knew exactly what to say and what to do. If everyone was trained like that, mm. would definitely make things a lot easier.
4: You just mentioned the hero award, Sam. I I wasn't aware that that was a thing that existed. Is that um. Is that obviously to praise people in the community for doing the right thing, but is it also for exactly what you said, to, to realise that what you do, there's real people behind the calls?
6: Yeah, so it's to recognise young callers. So any child caller, um, we can put them forward for the nomination. And then once a year, we host the awards this year down at the MCG. It's a, it's great for us as well as the call takers to be able to meet someone because it's not something that we ever get to do.
1: I'm guessing often, Sam, you don't also get to know the outcome of what happens once crew arrive.
6: No, very rare to find the outcome out. Um, so very lovely that I got to meet Connor's mum. And...
1: is there ever been a time, Sam, when you've got stressed out? It must be incredibly hard and you're only human to just stay calm the entire time when dealing with the sorts of calls you're dealing with
6: yeah um i mean everyone definitely deals with stress in their own ways i've i'm pretty fortunate that i do deal with it pretty well um only one time where i've actually needed to sort of step off the floor for a moment
1: i had no idea sam that there is around one called triple o every 11 seconds in australia which is so many calls happening every day what do you want um, us as the people calling you to know when we call
6: the best thing would be to just listen, stay calm as best as you can. I know it's hard. We, You're dealing with potentially the worst moment in your life, um, the hardest moment you might have to go through. But we have our job to do, and it's easier for us to have to process the call to get that help to you faster, is if everyone on the other side of the phone is listening and staying calm, we need, yeah, we need to ask all of our questions and have them answered in the fastest and best way possible. Um. I've got, uh, two, two parts to this question, Sam. Um, yeah. so be, pre- be
4: prepared. Um, <laughs> yeah, the first fine. part the first part is I was shocked when I, um, found out, I reckon it was when I was young, cause I assume they told us not to do it, um, that there are a lot of calls to prank calls to, um, triple zero. And it's, um, it's heartbreaking to hear that, especially when we've heard audio from Connor and the idea that he might not be able to get through as quick as he want, because there are prank calls happening. Is that still something that happens?
6: Yeah, unfortunately, um, still get the prank calls and stuff like that. You know, young boys on their sleepovers, they're always going to do it. Um, Mm. It's just more about having awareness and training and, you know, talks with like parents having talks with their kids saying that this isn't appropriate. There are people that need that help. And I guess it does take sometimes until they are in a position where they need the, they actually do need the help that they're going to realise it. And so
4: then I guess the second bit is, and I'm worried this will be, a depressing answer, but it's an important question. Um, What Of the legitimate calls, what are the
6: most common? Uh, I've done ambulance call taking out and I also do police. So every day it can be anything from a heart attack to helping someone deliver a child all the way through to just, I've got a sore throat um, or I've stubbed my toe. You can get anything in a day.
1: This is so interesting, Sam. We do need to take a short break. But up next, I wanted to ask you about something that we might all have seen in movies, about what to do when you need to call triple zero, but you might not be in a position to talk freely. Um, I'd love to ask you about that next.
3: We'll do that next with Sam Pregnell, a triple zero call taker. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy, if you drive home the Sabo, and we're still joined by Sam Pregnell, whose voice you might hear at the end of the line, if you ever need to call triple zero. And he's been telling us what it's like to be a triple zero call taker.
1: Sam, I have always wondered: is there a special code or certain words or something that people should use if they're calling Triple O in a situation where they don't want the people around them to know that they need help?
6: I guess I kind of know where you're getting at that. Everyone, I think, has seen that um, from America from nine one one, where they say they're ordering a pizza. We do have a certain type of call. It's a five five call, I believe, where you you type five five when you call triple zero and it'll um, notify us that you are in a position where you can't speak.
1: Oh, is that right? So you press 000, it starts calling and then you press 55?
6: Yes, and then it'll notify us that you're not in a position to speak or it's unsafe for you to do so. Um, And it'll notify us of that situation and we can process it accordingly.
1: And how, I've always wondered if we don't give you the address, do you know how to find us?
6: We do have our ways. Yes, we can. Um, There are lots of different ways to do that.
1: You said before you get everything, you know, from a heart attack down to I've got a sore throat. Obviously, calling Triple O to say I've got a sore throat is definitely a waste of resources. But for a lot of people they don't know when it's a, like, we're not talking about prank calls here, but they don't know when it's an emergency or not. So if you think something drastic's happening and then an ambulance arrive and it ends up being nothing, you can feel like you've wasted everybody's time. What's your kind of, um, I guess, message to people about when and how to call Triple O to not feel that even if it ends up amounting to nothing, it wasn't a waste of your time?
6: Yes, yeah, so a lot of the time uh, people will call up and the first thing they say is, I don't need an ambulance straight away. I don't want to waste your time. And they, they're they usually the ones that end up being the people that need the ambulance the most. If you feel like oh. you're not sure if you actually do need an ambulance or not, there's nurse on call who can take the call and they'll triage it. And then if it does require, if they believe it requires an ambulance based on the symptoms, they'll transfer through to triple zero.
4: Sam, forgive this question because it's immature. Um, whenever I meet a nurse or anyone in emergency, I always have the same first question. I'm guessing you can probably guess what it is, anyway. But how many people have called you with things that
6: they fell on and went up their bum? I've never had that call once, really. Um, yeah, I know that there is people here that have definitely had that sort of call, but I, I'm going to say I'm lucky that I haven't had that call. I think <laughs> is the right answer.
1: What is the strangest call you have had?
6: Ah, uh, for me, it would definitely be on a night shift, um, a very, very stressed out father-to-be or I think he was already a father called up and he was driving to the hospital and little bub couldn't wait any longer. So they had pulled over in the car park of a Seven Eleven, 11 and I helped him deliver his baby girl in the front seat of their car in the pouring rain.
1: Wow. You used to be a chef, I was reading, and you broke your wrist snowboarding um, and used to specialise in southeastern cuisine and Mexican mm. food, which sounds delicious. Did you learn to be cool under pressure, having been in a in a kitchen for so long?
6: Yeah, definitely. Uh, so did that for about seven and a half years, um, wow. high-pressure environment for sure, uh, and probably longer hours than what I'm currently doing. So uh, the... The hours and the pressures and stuff like that, I had already dealt with for a long time. It's obviously just a very different line of work.
4: You mentioned it was a—it's it's a 12-hour shift when you're working um, taking calls. How are you doing four days a week?
6: Yeah, so currently on a rotating roster, I'll do two-day shifts. So I start at 7 a.m., work through to 7 p.m., then I get a day off, and then I'll come in, do two night shifts, so 7 p.m. to 7 a.m., and then I get three days off. Wow. Wow. is the pay better than being a chef? We don't do this for the money. That's for sure. Um, okay. Everyone that does this job, we do it because we want to help people in the community. Um, but that's
1: so s- makes me angry, Sam. You might not do it for the money, but you certainly should be paid the money. Like you're literally saving lives.
6: Yeah, I don't really have anything to comment on that, I guess. Um, I, I moved from chefing to, um, I mean, the pay in chefing isn't phenomenal. Um, but, yeah, moved across because I wanted to help the community. Um, my mum's a paramedic, so similar sort of line of work there where I wanted to make a difference. Hearing what she dealt with on a daily basis just sort of pushed me to do this job.
1: It's amazing well, it didn't put you off. Like, I would imagine watching your mum be a paramedic, the incredible but stressful work they do, it's amazing that you followed in her footsteps, not went, oh, my God, there's no way I could do a job like that.
6: Yeah, no, I don't. I don't know about going on road as a paramedic, as such. Yeah. But um, yeah, definitely this line of work. Um, I've just I've fallen in love with it. I, I come to work. I actually enjoy coming to work and doing the job that I do. So, oh, I'm very Sam. grateful that I made that leap from chefing into this.
4: Well, we are very appreciative of all the work you do. Um, it, it's, as Carrie said, it's literally life saving. So, um, thank you not only for your time today, but thank you for. Um, all, all the great work that you've done and we will continue to do because um, us, like all Australians, are, are very appreciative. So thanks, Sam.
6: No, appreciate you having me on, Carrie and Tommy.
3: If you're interested in becoming a call taker at ESTA or working with them in one of the many other roles, uh, you can visit their website, esta.vic.gov.au forward slash employees. Carrie and Tommy. And it's a pretty exclusive back-to-back today because...
1: <laughs> We're going go back to go back-to-back to last night uh, <laughs> when the three of us... We're just going to go back to last night. Yeah, okay, sorry. When the yeah. three of us <laughs> I went and sure saw Sam two. Smith yes. live Incredible. in concert. Incredible. I have to say I saw Sam, I reckon maybe eight years ago now, at the same venue before Sam had fully sort of discovered who they really were, and it was such a different concert. And the Sam I saw last night was a Sam Epic. that was just like there was so much joy and passion mm. and heart. It was the real person, and I loved every single bit of it. It was just yeah. as beautifully lyrically and and the sound of of their voice eight years ago. But it was just a different person. It was like a person that knew themselves, it and wonderful. it was amazing. Yes, I agree. Um, but the bit of audio we've got um, is us singing along. Do <laughs> 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 so you think it's just me?
3: Yeah, you found your own.
1: <laughs> um, there, I think you posted a little bit of you and I. I, I think I offended Tommy earlier Why? because I said to Jesse, but you were in the room, Jesse, you are the best person ever to go out <laughs> No, you didn't
4: offend me. I just said, I was there.
3: And then we remembered. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, oh, you were. We yeah. weren't
1: Wasn't very he? memorable, though. <laughs> <Wasn't> we <laughs> had a great time together. We did have a great time. The concert was
3: so good. The only thing that I struggled with is that obviously everyone was waiting for Unholy.
1: Which what a is tune.
3: such a tune. Yeah. The first three chords of the show before the lights had even come on. Are from Unholy, oh, and everyone lost their minds, <laughs> and then we had to wait right until the end. Yeah,
1: it was the first concert I've stayed and not left before. I, so I was going to catch say, an early cab home. Yeah, Bickers didn't even Stayed right yeah. to the end because I wanted to see Unholy, and Unholy is the chewing and get on in back to back to back. Carrie
3: and Tommy. Wednesday afternoon, it is Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little, and guys, we gave away some Taylor oh, tickets.
1: Wow, to all the mums listening along, desperately trying to get tickets for their daughter. There are tickets up for grab. One lucky mum did manage to do that. Beautiful Kiralee nominated her daughter Aisha. Very deserving. Uh, Kiralee's a single mum and Aisha is just the most beautiful uh, young woman who's very deserving of this prize. This is how it went down when her mum said to her they got Taylor tickets.
2: I nominated you for to win Taylor Swift tickets. Well, guess
1: what? We won.
2: <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! No way! Aisha,
1: you're going to see Taylor Swift. <laughs>
2: no, thank you.
1: You're crying, guys. Hey, Aisha. Hi.
4: Are you excited?
1: Yes. Are you a bit overwhelmed? Yes.
4: How much do you want to go see Taylor Swift?
1: A lot.
4: Well, guess what? You're going.
1: Thank you so much. <laughs> If you want to start working on your what you do, if we rang you and said you got Taylor tickets, start working on it now because we could be calling oh, you. Do you want to practice your, yep, your yep, one? sure. sure.
4: Um, Carrie, congratulations. You're going to see Taylor Swift. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Whoa. A lot? <laughs> that was heaps. Doing all kinds get next. them, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Around the country for your Wednesday afternoon, it's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. I mean,
4: he, he's a gold medalist. He was um, Australian of the Year. Um, he's the only man to complete the Golden Slam. Um, and most importantly of all, he used to get me into the marquees at races <laughs> when <laughs> I wasn't able to get in myself. It's the one and only doing all kinds of Oh, hang
5: on. We got each other in because I would name drop myself, but then you still had to carry me. Right, yeah. <laughs> we're actually helping each other there. What a pair you are! Oh, I love it. How are you both? I love you both. Thanks for having me on.
4: Love you, Dill. Um,
5: what are you
1: up to? Tell us what what you're here for today. This is a great idea. What you're doing?
5: Yeah, we're doing our Dylan Orcott Foundation Giving Day. We're calling Doll for Deal', where people can call up and and donate to support young Australians with disabilities. There are nearly a million young people with disabilities in this country, and you know we all don't get the same opportunity to access whether it's employment, education, sport, performing arts, and we want to directly invest and support young people with disability. And Hackles, us. every dollar donated is getting matched by our sponsors. So if you donate five bucks, it becomes ten bucks. If you donate a thousand great. bucks, it becomes two thousand bucks. And it's actually humming in here, to be honest. And I'm very grateful.
4: Hey, Dill, it's obviously um, it's it's obviously a great idea. But just for people who aren't quite sure where the money will end up, can you give us um a, a specific example of how you've helped out a young person?
5: Yeah, for sure. We have got a, a young kid in here right now called Cooper. He's got high level cerebral palsy and his family got in touch with us and said, Coop's kind of struggling. He doesn't know what he wants to do, but he loves music. As a result of that, thanks to the donations of people donating, we supported Cooper. We bought him DJ decks, producing equipment, paired him up with a mentor. He's got tracks on the ARIA charts now. How cool is that? And he he played Ability Fest, our music festival last year in front of about 6,000 people. And he's DJing right now. I'm looking at him in the eyes. I can't even look at him because I get goosebumps, right? And, you know, people really backed me when I was young. When I used to hate myself, when I hated my disability, I had people that, no mate, we want you to be your authentic self, and we want you to be happy. We want to hear what you want to be. And the fact that we can directly invest in people to achieve their dreams in whatever they want to do—that's what it's all about. And you know, we're almost—we're on our way to hitting our target of 150000 bucks today. And everybody that's donated, I, I really appreciate it. But I understand it's tough times at the moment. But I promise you, it's going to a good cause and directly into you know, supporting young people with disability achieve their dreams.
4: Well, the great thing um, about it is, as you said, um, times are a bit tough, which is great why you, you uh, a great reason why your sponsors are matching it dollar for dollar. Um, that only lasts until midnight tonight. So if you do want to um, give some money, make sure you get it in before midnight tonight. Dylan foundation.com.au is where you can donate.
1: Is there a number though as well?
5: Like are you at a call centre or something, Dylan? We are at a call centre. Brody Grundy's here, Taylor Harris, we've got Andy Allen, Tony, Tony Armstrong, you can give us a call on 1-800-961-455. I got that right. I'm proud of myself. Wow. Say there it again. So,
1: give it another whirl so that we get it out there twice for people writing it down.
5: 1-800-961-455. If you give us a call now, you'll chat to any of us and we'll take your donation. And as I said... We're bloody grateful, and we're bloody grateful for you too, who always look
4: after us. I know you've got a, a, a question. I just um, wanted
1: to talk about his sponsors, give him a shout-out. Did you? Yes.
4: Can I duck out and call the number and see if I get yes, one Yes, great. People? While
1: you do that, okay, okay. while he's going out to call to see who he gets um, when he calls, uh, don't you need to stay in here so we can we'll hear you call? Yes. Um, who are your sponsors, Dil? Just give him a shout-out.
5: Yeah, he's got, we've got NEC, we've got Nike, we've got Grant Burge, we've got ANZ. We're actually at the Nike headquarters right now with all the athletes in here. Um, which is pretty sick and yeah we're really proud of the support that we've had and the fact that they're doubling every dollar we still can't believe it it's so cool okay so tommy's calling now hang who on, are you going to get got a, i reckon he's got it i going to get andy deal. allen no i'm dealing right here this is me why do you put andy is there a
1: call
0: up to the through? thing so we can yeah, hear
5: I'm, uh, I'm hang on one sec i'll put
4: him on right
0: now hey, hey crew what's going on oh andy allen i'm i yeah. my
4: call i'm calling the hotline.
0: You're calling the hotline. Well, there's about 19 computers here. I don't know which one that is.
4: Oh, I don't know why I Mate, just don't put down phone, my phone and speak to you. The,
0: the phones are lighting up. Um, heaps of donations and, and people that um, donate online we're just currently calling them back and saying thank you. So it is absolutely pumping in here. Great. You someone, are you trying to donate, oh, Tommy?
4: Yeah, I did. I, well, I did just then, but then I, I got Dylan's message, and then I was on hold for one of you to pick it up, and I realized I was doing the stupidest thing in the world. I was hoping to talk to you, and so I was going away on my phone when I could have just talked into the microphone, so I've hung up, but I will call back, and if I don't get you, Andy, I'll be very disappointed.
0: Classic, Tommy. I'll be here, mate, so cross fingers. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's trying. He's trying. Hey,
4: Andy, I'm sure you have a very similar thing um, to to what I do with Dill, which is um, he's... Obviously, an amazing friend. Despite all the great yeah. work he does, but it's hard yeah. not to uh, just beam with pride when you see your mate doing such great things.
0: Yeah, it's massive. I think um, what he does is, is next level for people with disability. He's so passionate about, and not just him. There's a full team here, like they're going hard. So it's great to be a part of. It. It's great to see, and yeah, he deserves so much because he puts so much effort, time, and everything into into the Dylan Olcott Foundation. So I'm so to be here.
4: How, how much do you want me to donate?
0: Uh, well, How much you want Tommy to donate? About it? How much
5: do you want Tommy to donate? Oh,
0: Tommy's loaded, so heaps
4: will be great. Yeah. Pick, Tommy's loaded. Tell
5: Dill
0: to pick a number. <laughs> he said pick another. Pardon? You said pick another. As if thousand bucks, Tommy. Thousand. Oh. You good for a
1: thousand bones?
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, becomes
0: 2000. Said, yeah. that becomes two thousand. <laughs> so that
1: becomes two
2: thousand. That's awesome. As well. Yeah. Yeah. I'll awesome.
4: give you. I'll give you. Um. Uh. Someone stay on the line, and I'll give you my credit card. That
1: number, if you yeah, want right. to donate, one eight hundred nine six one four five five, or go to dillonorcottfoundation.com.au dot au today. Do it by midnight, so the donation is double. Dylan, Alan, thank you. Oh, Alan, Dylan. Alan, Alan, <laughs> and, <laughs>
0: Thank Alan. You. Alan. <laughs> you, you would be a different uh, person if your name was Alan.
3: Alan.
0: Tommy, huh? this credit card's bounced. <laughs> <laughs> I've got others. I've got others. <laughs> I'm sure you got others. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, boys. Bye, cheers, cheers, Legends.
1: Bye. Now that the show's finished, don't be sad. You can get more Carrie and Tommy anytime you like. Just
0: download and sign up to the listener app. It's the new home of Carrie and Tommy.